Welcome back to Cancer Perspective, and thank you for joining us. I'm Sarah. And before we move on to treatment decision-making, I want to talk about the process of discovering cancer. I want to remind you that it is extremely important to get your screenings done, to see your physician, to know what your normals are. You need to do your own breast exams or your testicular exams. You need to know what you feel like that's normal so that when you feel outside of normal, when do you see a physician or when do you talk to somebody else? Colonoscopies and pap smears are extremely important. Mammograms are huge at discovering cancers. Despite the fear that might come with finding something, it's important to catch things early. Sometimes we have no symptoms. There are many people that come to the cancer world that had just uh, an abnormal lab when they went for their annual visits or um, they had this cough that wasn't going away and they had already met their deductible because of a maybe a broken leg or something else that led them to deductibles. They said, okay, well, I might as well go ahead and get my lung screening chest CT or now's a good time to have my colonoscopy done even though I don't have any symptoms. Something discovered from those screenings or knowing what your normals are can lead to a early diagnosis and early evaluation for cancer or ruling out cancer. We have all been told that good nutrition can benefit the whole wide world, but it's easier said than done a lot. It is just as important to know what your weight is. If you're dropping weight for no reason at all, or you feel like you're gaining weight that doesn't make any sense, then talk to somebody. Losing weight without trying is often a bad sign. Know your poop. Have you had a change in your bowels or your bladder function? Know your energy. Have you had a significant decline in your energy or your ability to keep up with things that you have been able to keep up with? Cancer takes more than one insult to get started. It can be years before it's detected. Sometimes it can take years to go from one little misbehaving cell to one centimeter detectable and biopsyable lesion. At that point, when it gets to the one centimeter, there are times when it can take off like crazy. You can have a mammogram one day and then a year later you have a a large mass. So knowing what your normal is in between those screenings is also important. I want to remind you that testing takes time. Results take time. Planning takes time. So when you have a change in your bowels and you schedule a colonoscopy, well the first thought for the GI team is not often cancer, so you're not rushed in there to get an exam. You're put on the books, and sometimes your schedule and their schedule doesn't match, so that can take weeks to months to get that exam. As long as you are still functioning at home, that's often appropriate. 
But then if they discover cancer at that point, things can start moving pretty fast. They say, oh man, there's something that we think is suspicious. They can take a biopsy during that colonoscopy and then send that off for pathology. And they can say, yeah, that pretty much looks like cancer to me. But they don't have the pathology. They don't know, did the cancer start there? Is the cancer landing there? So then you need more scans. You'll need a CT scan to see, well, what does that look inside? And then maybe on top of that, you'll need an MRI to differentiate the difference between certain tissues and exactly where the location is. And that can help plan surgery versus radiation versus chemotherapy versus when do these all take place? What happens first? There's testing underneath the microscope that can be weeks to allow a stain to be set appropriately. There's many things that take time. So testing takes time. One test might lead to another test, might lead to another test. It's not necessarily that we don't know it's cancer, but we want to make sure that all these things are lined up so we can come up with a plan. By we, I mean the treating team. And although I have stress that is extremely important to trust in the process, it is even more important to be your own advocate. You have to ask questions. A lot of times people in the medical world speak a different language. They speak the medical language that you may not be used to. Words like a tumor might be a benign tumor or a lesion might be something that looks like is going to be cancer. It is very, very confusing. And sometimes cancer providers, they think they're being very clear, but all this information coming at you can be information overload. And we know that you don't necessarily hear everything that's being said. It doesn't all get processed. This is a world that can be a full process of grieving, a full process of fear, all sorts of emotions. And words can be very, very confusing. The brain is sometimes not able to process everything at once. So it is okay to be your own advocate and ask, well, why do we need another scan? Or what's the difference between the scan that we got for the CT? Why now do I need an MRI? Why are we doing this? It's okay to ask those questions. I live in a world where I trust the medical team to treat patients as if they are their own family members. I know that that can be somewhat unusual in other parts, but for us, where my location is, I have that trust that the medical team will steer our patients in a way that they would want to steer their own family member, their own brother or sister, mother, father, best friend, that they would push them towards a way. When I tell somebody to trust a, a physician that they're, they're saying that this next test is important, it's not because they're stalling. It's not because they're seeing something that they're not giving you the full truth about. But I understand that in other areas, or you may not have that relationship with your medical team, that says, yep, I really am trusting them. I'm just going to do whatever they say. I'm not asking you to do that either. I just want you to get your questions answered. I want you to advocate for yourself. I want you to 
bring a friend or a family member to your appointments so that they can help hear things too. Oftentimes we hear things differently and having communication back and forth can help clarify things for yourself. Listening to your team is important, but having them listen to you is just as important. If you feel like you're not getting the answers that you need, it is okay to speak up or have somebody speak up for you. If you feel things are taking too long, find out why. Oftentimes they'll tell you that, okay, this test will be in two weeks. Well, I've got this cancer growing. Why is it going to take two weeks before we get there? Well, that's how things work. A lot of times we need to make sure that insurance will cover a certain test. And if they won't cover a certain test, what will your insurance cover as an alternative? It's not because the insurance company is dictating what's going to happen, but it's making sure that you do not become financially destroyed as well. Like I've said before, I am a big fan of insurance companies, but again, that adds to the length of time a process can take. So listen, advocate for yourself, and communicate. I believe communication is the key to a lot of this. Saying what's on your mind being angry when you're angry and being sad when you're sad, letting others know what is on your mind, asking others what their thoughts are, but not spending too much time in a certain emotion is important. I believe that it is important to surround yourself with friends and family and professionals that you trust and also to turn off things that you can't trust as much. Googling, we've talked about, can get you some information. Going on blogs in the beginning is oftentimes not uh, encouraged to do because it's a whole different community. It is not advised to participate in blogs in the beginning. Maybe later on when you are in more solid footing, but not in the beginning is my recommendation. Ask what resources are available. If your insurance company offers a nurse navigator or case manager, if the oncology team has a nurse navigator or do they have a social worker, financial caseworker, a therapist or a counselor, a nutritionist or dietitian, what resources are available to you at the initial diagnosis? What kind of symptoms are you having that you might need resources for? Make sure that you're speaking up. Your voice is important. I'm going to end it there as I wanted to make sure that I clarify these points just a little bit. Next, we'll be moving on to treatment decision making. I thank you again for your time and your listening. Take care and spread kindness.